welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Jesse Jackson, who is a multiple podcast host. He does one about Bruce Springsteen and music, and we're going to talk about his journey to podcasting and how he came to be where he is today. Hey, Jesse, how are you? I am great, Alexa. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with me. I'm excited to like hear about your journey. Oh, well, thank you. I am uh, th- thrilled to do it. I want to know how often do one of your guests end up Alexa talks to them and going, yes, what? No, you're like, no, 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 not you, Alexa, the other Alexa. <laughs> um, I don't think often. I think it's because a yeah. lot of times they'll mute it or they'll like say no and they're coming on my show or it'll yeah. be in another room. But that's kind of where I'm doing the podcast. So like each episode is actually called like, hey, Alexa. And then I ask a question based off the podcast. Very cool. And then I well, do like, and then in the intro or in the description, I'll be like, Alexa, hmm, I'm not sure. And then I'll say, but my guest, and then I explain the podcast. So I make it a little, I had the name first. So. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I think that's a great, I was, I did. So yeah, my name is Jesse Jackson. Um, I look different than I do on TV. As <laughs> I get older and fewer and fewer people remember Reverend Jesse Jackson, that joke's going to get old. Uh, yeah, I, I live in Dallas, Texas. Um, I've been a podcasting for quite a long time. Uh, and uh, when you gave me a chance to visit, I, I was looking forward to it. So yeah, I- great. You know, I, I kind of I started podcasting originally just as a guest. I was listening to a couple of podcasts and I would send in voicemails or I'd send in emails. And uh, when the Battlestar Galactica was still coming on, there was a Galactica Quorum podcast and they had a kind of open mic where you could call in. And so I was involved and we kind of started talking. And then, um, they were starting a new Farscape podcast, the uh, sh- the show that's out of Australia that had Muppets as part of the characters. It's a science fiction show. And they were going to do the format of they would have a rookie. They would have two hosts. They would have someone who'd seen every episode of Farscape, then someone who'd never seen Farscape. And they would talk every, one episode at a time. And I had never seen Farscape. And so I started going and joining and was originally they planned to do um, rotation, rotating rookies. And they were so happy with my job. I just ended up being the rookie every episode. Very cool. Yeah. So you would like watch each episode at a time and then talk about it. Yes. And so and, you know, and I wouldn't you wouldn't binge. You would just watch one episode a week. and then and then they would say, Oh, that's an interesting point, Jesse. Put a pin on that. That may become important later. Or, oh, that's really interesting. You thought that. And uh, so we came in. And then the next step was Karen, who was one of the hosts of the Farscape podcast, said, hey, I'm thinking about doing a Castle podcast because we are all Nathan Fillion fans. No way. My dad loves Castle. Exactly. And (laughs) so she said, would you be interested? And I go, yeah, I'd love it. And Karen was the one who did editing, posting, doing, you know, all the hard work. And so I slowly started taking on hosting duties to try to make things easier for her. And we ended up being like, oh, Jesse's the bus driver. And there were four of us on the podcast. So there was a lot of people to kind of coordinate. 
And uh, that led to, we were doing that. It was called Storming the Castle. And we, mm-hmm. we stayed all the way till Castle, uh, you know, was canceled. Is it still on? Like, can you still hear it? Yeah, you can. Yeah. If you search for Storming the Castle, you can hear us talk about, and we would, you know, we would go through every episode and kind of talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, Wait, this is so funny that you're saying this because I don't know if you know this, but a lot of shows now, like the cast of the show are doing that like episode by episode. Yeah. So it's like you guys were doing it way before. (laughs) We did. And in fact, uh, we're getting the band back together. My newest podcast, um, Karen and Lou were the host of the Farscape podcast. We called Mm -hmm. it the Scapecast. So neither one of them have seen the TV show Babylon 5. Okay. you know, from J. Michael Stravinsky. And so we just started doing a podcast doing the same format, except I'm the veteran and they're the two rookies. Ooh, and so, so it's, it's like the it's, opposite. It's, yeah, so that's <laughs> been a lot of fun. Sure. So what current podcast are you currently recording? That one? Yeah, and then so your I'm doing mu- that one. And your yeah, music so, one. Yeah, so what I really got into major podcasting is um a guy named from rob southgate who um up until recently owned southgate media oh uh, reached out to me and said hey jesse i had guessed it on a couple of podcasts and he said i really like what you do and your presence we want to do a doctor who podcast uh we currently do one with him his daughter and his wife but we want one with kind of a little more adult theme so you know because theirs was more from a family orientation so i reached out to a buddy of mine named charles skaggs he lives in ohio i live here in texas charles is a massive doctor who fan and i said hey charles they're asking me to do a doctor who podcast i can't think of anyone who would be better at Mm -hmm. it because i know how much you love the doctor and he said well yeah but how do I do a podcast? And I go, Oh, it's easy. We're just going to get you a headset and we'll do. And so he and I've been doing that over six, seven years. Uh, And that's called next stop everywhere. The doctor who podcast. And after doing that for about a year, um, and I, I am either the worst podcast guest or the best because (laughs) I will keep talking. So stop me anytime. You're good. You're good. Yeah. So I had been doing the Doctor Who podcast and three things happened. One, a guy who did 80s Overdrive, um, a podcast all dedicated to all things about the 80s, the decade, you know, um, wanted to take the summer off, but he wanted to keep new episodes coming. So he reached out to people and said, would you do fill-in guest hosts kind of like back in the old day when they'd have guest hosts for the tonight show and i said sure and we had done an episode where we did picked our top three albums of the 80s and at the time i realized that i could have picked all bruce springsteen albums but i didn't think that was fair so i picked um three albums two one from bruce and then another from a couple other artists But I got three or four people together and we did an episode talking about Bruce in the 80s, all his albums. And then there is a film called Springsteen and I, where it is a fan made film where all these fans from around the world recorded little snippets 
of why they love Bruce Springsteen's music. And they sent him to this producer and he edited them together into a movie. So I was like, wow, that, that would be cool. And then the third thing, Lynette Corella, who was Adam Corella's wife at the time, did a few podcasts where she talked to friends of hers in the entertainment industry that were huge Bruce Springsteen fans. And she quit doing the podcast. So Alexa, in the spirit of instead of cursing the darkness, lighting, I lit a candle. I reached out to Rob. I said, I want to do a Bruce Springsteen podcast. He said, well, what, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to fans of Bruce Springsteen about their fandom. He says, okay. He said, how are you going to find them? I said, I'm going to use social media. He goes, okay. And we love this story. Wait, he are, hangs you still, up. are you still doing it? Just so you know. Here's the catcher. Oh, okay. So when he, no, no, no. That's that's a great question. So I actually had someone. <laughs> yeah, he hangs up the phone. He looks to Martha, his wife, and says, Jesse's gonna do a Bruce Springsteen podcast. I think we'll get a season out of it. And to him, a season is 12 episodes. Whether you do them weekly, monthly, doesn't matter. As of this recording, Alexis, I've done 800 episodes of Set Lusting Bruce. I've been doing it for over six years. Um, I have talked to Bruce Springsteen fans from Russia, from the UK, Ireland, South America, uh, Australia, US, Canada. Um, and it is, I continue to do it. I, I, have, I, I, uh, I have like five or six episodes in the can pre-recorded. Um, and over the years, I've created what I call B-side episodes where let's say we had a lady who loved Leonard Cohen. And so she joined me and we spent the episode talking about her love of Leonard Cohen and why his music spoke to her. So I've had people that have loved, you know, um, Guns N' Roses, ACDC, Daryl Hall, John Oates. Um, so I always tell people, like, if you're passionate about music, come on and join the show. Um, and then I've expanded where, like, I may have a podcaster or a writer. And, like, I would have you join me and we would talk about not only your music fandom, but the podcast. And so it's become an interview podcast. I'm it's a still, writer, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm an and author, so, too. <laughs> yeah, so to talk about your books. And so we've done that. And so there's always a little bit of Bruce mixed in there because I'm obsessed with Bruce Springsteen, but it's become a conversation thing. And the the name of that episode, podcast is Set Lusting Bruce, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. And I always get asked, okay, what does the title mean? And um, are, do you have some kind of weird sexual fascination with Bruce? <laughs> um, Bruce Springsteen, when he performs live, very seldom does the same set list every night. He changes it around. And so when you're, and so you, a lot of people on social media will, will post the set list one at but a it time. Won't be. Yes, set listing. But because you're not at the show, you start set lusting. Like, damn it, I can't believe he's doing this song. I wish I was there. So that's where the title came from. Very cool. Have you gotten Bruce Springsteen on yet? No, I haven't. Um, that would be amazing. I've had, 
Uh, I've had Vinny Lopez, who was the original drummer for the E Street Band for their first um, two albums. He played drums on those albums. Um, I've had a lot of different um, writers. I've had like a guy named Michael Elliott who wrote a biography on John Hyatt. He's been on the show. And my latest uh, that just happened within the past two or three weeks that I'm really proud of is uh, Brian Koppelman, who co-created Billions, who wrote this uh, movie Rounders. Um, he joined me to talk about his Bruce Springsteen fandom. So that was pretty cool. Hey, we have to get Bruce, Spring, Bruce Springsteen on now. Yes. The closest I've come is little Steven, Steven Van Zandt, who was uh, Silvio on The Sopranos. So if you aren't a Springsteen fan, you'll know him. His wife has been on the show twice. And she's been, she was a lovely guest. She was really good. And we didn't, in fact, the first episode, we did not talk about Bruce or little Steven or anything. We talked about her career. And at the end, she said, I was a little surprised you didn't ask me more Springsteen questions. And I said, well, I, you know, I said, I didn't think it was really fair to you because you know i wanted to treat you and she goes well that's really sweet but let's do this again and you can talk to me springsteen questions so marine van zandt has been on very cool so have you done so right now is your main focus the the uh the bruce springsteen podcast yes have you ever been at a time where you've done multiple podcasts at one time or has it always just been the one and then once that no how's that so my wife will tell you that the more stressed and the more worried I am at real life, the more I throw myself into podcasting. <laughs> um, in 2015, I was diagnosed with colon cancer and, uh, and, and I'm fine. I, I went through yeah. uh, chemo and I, you know, and everything's good. Um, but I, you know, I, I was really throwing myself into podcasts. So I try to limit um, my doctor who podcasts, I do every other week. Uh, the Babylon Five podcast, uh, I do every other week. Um, Springsteen, I try to do one or two a week. I, my, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Alexa, but my biggest fear is it's going to be time to put out a new episode and I'm not going to have anything ready. Yes. And so I always try to, like, I put out, I originally started putting out one new episode a week and I got such a backlog that I'm now usually putting out two new ones a week. I see you nodding your head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's and my so, problem. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do that. That's what I'm. Um, so I, I do that. And then my fourth podcast, which is just purely um, it's called how many, and that is three or four of my friends get together and we pick a pop culture topic and we just talk about it. And those we do about once a month. We all meet together either in person or over the past couple of years, Zoom. And we we just block out three hours and we record, you know, two or three episodes depending how it is. And then we edit and send them out. Very cool. Okay. So how is it like getting, keeping them all like, like obviously you, you said your Doctor Who and your Babylon, they're like every other week, but how do you keep like the stress of getting everything together? Like, so podcasts? yeah, I, I, I have, I use, I have a Google calendar that is separate from my work calendar that I put when mm -hmm. I'm going to record. And then 
Now I have a spreadsheet of uh, that is so geeky. I have the date they are scheduled to be, their name, and then I have three columns that says record, edited, posted. That's and then the date I'm going to post it. So then I have that. So I can look and go, oh, I've got five episodes in the bank. And uh, and then I have another like seven scheduled that I haven't recorded yet. So that way I know um, like, oh, how am I doing and what I can do? And um, I, you know, there's a couple of times. September is my anniversary month. My first episode was in September of um, I, 2015, I think. And so I, I always try to have enough episodes that I can do an episode a day in September to celebrate. Like, you know, even if they're a little 10 or 15 minute episode, I do an episode every day to celebrate, you know, my anniversary month. And then I'll pick episodes that, um, because I've been doing this so long, and iTunes only shows your last hundred episodes. So I'll go and pick episodes from three or four oh. years ago and reissue them to say, hey, have you listened to this one? That's awesome. No, you're doing such great things. Thanks. And it's uh, so cool. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I love is, and I, I tell people and I, your audience, even if you're sitting here going, gosh, I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Um the stories people share are pretty amazing. Like I had, um, I had a a writer on, he and his wife had a premature daughter named Mm -hmm. Juniper and they were really worried. She, she was born way premature. Um, and she was in the natal, you know, neonatal ICU and they would sing, they would play Bruce Springsteen songs and read Harry Potter to her. And she's, you know, three years ago, she was like eight or nine. She is fine. And they went to a book signing because Springsteen had put out his autobiography. And they asked Juniper, were you sad you didn't get to talk to Bruce? And she said, no, he knows me. He wrote me all these songs. And so (laughs) I had the dad on to tell the story about, you know, having that. And then my other favorite story and I've had a ton of them, but there was a young man, Kevin, uh, no, Adam, who was in uh, New Zealand and his mom was um, hit by a car while she was pregnant. And so when Adam was born, had severe um, mental disability and he didn't speak at all. And like when he was three or four years old, they were in the car and a Bruce Springsteen song came on and he started nodding his head. And his mom went, what? And so she went home and she started playing nothing but Bruce Springsteen. And um, and that's how Kevin learned to speak is by mouthing Bruce Springsteen words. He learned to write by having the, you know, DVDs, having closed captioning. That was his words. And so um, a few years ago, like in 2014, 2012, 2015, somewhere around that, I have to look it up. Bruce toured Australia and actually got to meet Adam. But uh, Adam now is, you know, he he talks, he, he, he communicates, he writes, and all of it because of Bruce Springsteen music. That's incredible. And this yes. is why you podcast. This yes, is- that is why. 
It's exactly because I, my podcast, my original one was with Love Alexa. And that one started because of my accident and mental health. And that's, I was mainly talking about that, but there's just so many stories out there of different things. And this is why I podcast are these amazing stories that I get to talk to people that I would have never met, never heard of. You know, Alexa, I get a lot of pushback. Well, I'm just a normal fan or I don't have any interesting stories. And I, true, I've had people that have seen Bruce, you know, 300 times, you know, I mean, they live in the East coast. They found him out in the early seventies. They've gone hundreds of times. I've had people that have traveled all over the U S they, they eat bologna sandwiches every day for lunch. They save their money. And when Bruce tours, they go, they follow him all over the world, but I've had people that have never seen him live, but when they were going yeah Yeah. but they were going through a divorce his music helped them they they their dad raised them listening to bruce music or their mom Mm -hmm. and so that helps them remember now that their mom's passed on or their dad has gone on they remember so i believe i believe everyone has a story and i you know and part of my goal is to get everyone i can story on the record so that they can share yeah. It's sometimes the episodes go 30 minutes and sometimes they go a little over an hour. I try to keep it to an hour, but I have been known to, mm-hmm. um, you know, two hours later, I'm still talking to someone. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to cut this one in a couple of episodes. Yeah. Like you just do it in two parts. Yes, absolutely. No, but like, that's what I'll tell people. It's like, someone will say like, my pain isn't as bad as yours. Uh-uh. Pain is pain. Being a fan of Bruce Brinkton or your story about him, it's everything, it's, there's no better or worse, more or less. Like, it's just your story. Yeah, I, I was chastised, Alexa, when I was diagnosed with colon cancer, and I had a really rough beginning. They they weren't sure what it was. Then they found it was cancer. Then I had a blood clot. They wasn't sure yeah. if my heart was strong enough for surgery you know, a lot of different things. And then once the surgery, the surgery went great, um, you know, and then I had chemo and the chemo made me tired and it made me, you know, um, feel bad, but I didn't lose my hair. I wasn't, you know, I didn't have to throw up all the time. Yeah. And so in a lot of ways, my fight against cancer was pretty easy. And so I'll joke with my friends, you know, back when I had that cancer thing and I'll do air quotes and they go, no, 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 you didn't have a cancer thing. You, you had cancer. cancer, you know, and, and, and so just because, just because you see someone else is having a rougher time than you doesn't diminish the challenge right. you're facing. And, and I think it's important to tell those stories. I think it's important to tell, um, I had someone on um, who does a podcast of the bereavement room and she focuses on uh, people experiencing grief and her podcast is all about, you know, when you lose a loved one and how do you deal with that? How do you move on? How do you healthy, you know, remember the good and, and if it was a bad relationship, how do you process through that? Um, And I just think those are important stories to tell. So, um, and the beauty of podcasting is you, you don't need a ton of equipment. You don't need to spend a ton of money. And, and there's people looking for, there's people looking for guests all the time. Right. And yeah, so absolutely. 
And the other thing, kind of going back to what we were just talking about a second ago, like how we all have a story and, and how you were saying how you had the cancer thing when it was cancer. The yeah. opposite is what I hate too, is when someone will be like, well, it could be worse. And it's like, no, it's my thing. This is what I'm going through. And I, people would do that to me when I, cause I had chronic pain. Well, they're like, it could be worse. You could have cancer. You could have this. But I'm like, but I'm in pain every day. This is my, yeah. I, I can't live like that either. Yeah. And uh, let's even take it out of medical for a minute. Right. Um, you know, I'll have someone who's unhappy at their job. And they'll people, well, you should be grateful you're working. You know, there's a lot of people who don't have jobs. And I always say, look, just because I'm unhappy at my job doesn't mean I'm not grateful that I'm employed and I'm making right. a paycheck. You, they are not mutually exclusive. You know, I, I yes, I absolutely know any time, if you think about it, there's someone in worse shape than you. And I'm grateful for that. But that doesn't take away the fact that right now I'm puking my guts up or I'm in constant pain and I have to choose between do I keep myself numb on painkillers or do I try to fight through that? And the worry, because there's so much about opiate and addiction, how do I find that right balance? Um, so there are. I find it that we just need more kindness out there in the world. Yes. And I don't remember who said this, but someone said the biggest issue we're having is most people want to believe the best of themselves and the worst of the other person. Like, well, I would never think that even though I'm saying something that you might find offensive, but you, yeah. even though you mean nothing, I'm going to be offended by it. And it's just sad. Like, why can't you think highly of yourself and highly of someone else? Absolutely. Yes. And, and to just understand that everyone's journey is unique and it is a struggle for them. Uh, and, and just to show a little empathy and compassion. And um, especially if someone is, is working to get through it and, and you see what they're doing. And um, I've had a couple of people on the podcast that are fighting depression and, um, and they've, I, I was always really happy how much they shared of themselves. Yeah. And I, you know, and I go, I appreciate that. I appreciate that it, the struggle is real. It's something that we all, um, you know, fight in different ways and different levels. And, um, we just need to be supportive of each other. And people don't always understand what they can't see. Right. So exactly. people, unless you're either going through it yourself or you can see like, oh, this person lost a limb, like that's horrible. Yeah. But what about the person that has everything intact? Their tests may become back normal, but they're in pain every day or they can't work or they can't, but no, they're faking it. It's like almost like it would have been better if you lose something. So uh, that's, that's why this podcast, I want those stories of the invisibility or even visibility. Yeah. We need awareness. Yeah. Someone close to me uh, was starting to have issues and um, they would, they would not be able to find their car in their parking lot or they would be, and they couldn't remember how to get home and they would go into the grocery store and 
can't remember what they were supposed to get. And they went through test upon test upon test. And, um, you know, and the doctor, they had a, um, they were going to a um, therapist and the therapist says, man, based on these tests, you have early onset Alzheimer. I can just tell you that's what it is. And so when they went to their actual neurologist, neurologist says, okay, I got news. There's no sign of Alzheimer. And they were actually mad. Like, why? And it's like, this is good news. Why are you upset? And they went, because you can't tell me why this is happening. You know, you're just, I feel like you're telling me I'm crazy, but I, you know, and, um, the what ended up happening is they were doing physical therapy and the therapist said boy your your legs are pretty banged up and they go yeah i i used to do a lot of mountain biking and i would crash a lot and they said did you hit your head very much and they said well only three times where i broke my helmet the rest of the times my helmet you know you know dead in the crash and they said okay and they sent and they turned out that this person has a brain injury that the same thing like a football player with too many concussions mm -hmm. and that you know and so they look perfectly fine in in fact physically they're strong as a bull and and you know incredibly but they struggle with this mental but yeah. once once they knew what it was, there was a comfort. But yeah. like how scary, right? When you're um, if you were you're feeling pain, you know, as a as a society, a lot of times we go, oh, just get over it. Yeah. Just you know, it's fine. You know, just just it's all in your head. Yep. You know, you just, just well, you know, you're, you're having a defeatist attitude. Like they'll wake up and say, I'm going to have a bad day today. And somebody go, oh, but see, of course you're going to have a bad day because you're starting off with a negative thought. You need to be positive. And the reality is BS. No, I just know my body. I know myself. I don't want to have a bad day. I can just tell the way things are going. This is going to be either a rough day mentally or I'm going to hurt today yep. and, and, uh, and I'm going to have to figure out how to do it. I will say though, with the positivity, it does help at times. Oh, absolutely. I've learned that. Cause that was for me for a long time. I would be thinking like, oh, it's not going to be a good day, but I've start. I've become more positive and things right. have actually happened in that reverse, which has been really nice. i still have my pain, but right. I'm able to get out of it easier sometimes or mm -hmm. some days just it's no there's nothing I can do yeah. but other days where I normally would have issues I'm actually doing better yeah and Alexa you know one of the other things is I try to make a point with my friend to tell them when I'm having a bad day like some of this is not necessarily your illness it's just we all sometimes walk into the grocery store and can't remember what we're going to get. Right. You know, there, there are people who are sharp as a tack, but they leave the living room, go to the bedroom and go, what, what was I getting here for? Because that's yeah. just <laughs> because we're human. Yeah. That's great. It's crazy, but it's true. And it's just, it's important to know that you're not alone. Yes. 
And no matter what it is, good, bad, indifferent, no one's better or worse. Your story is your story. Your, your, your love of Bruce Springsteen is no better or worse than somebody else's. It's just absolutely. It's just your own. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, another thing, like, um, I don't believe in the word guilty pleasure. If, if something, if, if, in fact, I was just on, I had a lady who wrote a great book about David Cassidy and about his love of his music. And, you know, she talked about that too many people will try to treat that. Well, you know, the Partridge family music or David Cassidy music is a guilty pleasure. No, if it makes you it's a pleasure, it's a pleasure. If, if, if listening to that music makes you happy, if reading fun, Harlequin romance novels make you happy. It's not a guilty pleasure. It's just a pleasure and just yeah. enjoy it. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm going to play a quick game with you. And okay. And you can tell us where we can find your podcast. Sounds great. Um, so the first question is your drink of choice. Um, before my surgery, Diet Coke. Now then, <laughs> water. Do you put anything in your water or just plain water? Just, just plain water. Yeah. Um, do you have any favorite TV show or movie or both? Um, so I have two favorite movies. Um, my classic movie is Casablanca. Um, and then my modern movie is The American President. Uh, those are my two favorite movies. TV shows, I grew up watching Star Trek. So anytime Star Trek's on, um, I, I would think if I had to do... Um, I would want the anything Aaron Sorkin, West Wing, Sports <laughs> Night, all those. So I would think those. Um, and a piece of advice for your younger self. Exercise more and learn how to play the guitar. I like it. Um, what five words to describe yourself? Um, passionate. Caring, funny, um, happy, and hopefully accepting. I love that. And last question is what does success mean for you? Success means when, when someone I'll tell you, I had a quick story. Someone who used to work for me reached out and she had, she had quit managing and she had become a physical therapist. And the owner of the physical therapist spa had the manager had ended up leaving and they asked this person to step in as a manager. And she's like, I just don't think I can. I said, of course you can. You, you know, and I, I give her a pep talk and she said, I just needed to hear it from you. So when I'm told that I, I, I now have, I have three people who work for me currently whose fathers work for me in the past and they thought enough of their kids to go, you go work for Jesse, he'll be one of your favorite bosses. So having people say I'm a kind and generous person is enough for me. Oh, I love that, that's amazing. And uh, where can we find you? So if you, I'm on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. Um, from there, you can get, I am on uh, Facebook, Jesse Jackson. Um, if you, uh, Set Lusting Bruce uh, is the Bruce Springsteen podcast. Uh, you can Google there. Um, 
and then next stop everywhere is the Doctor Who podcast. Um, but start out with Set Lusty Bruce. If you have an interest, if you love Doctor Who, you'll love Next Stop Everywhere. But if you like music, check out Set Lusting Bruce and uh, reach out to me uh, and tell me you want to join me on the show and share your musical artist. Doesn't care, you know, from, you know, if you want to talk Hank Williams all the way to run DMZ, I, I don't care. I just want mm -hmm. to have you on the show. Well, there you go. Um, that'll all be in our description. And this was another episode of Hey Alexa, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.